RC Virtual, hey, I love you today, part four, I am Jesus. Man, worship that restores. Worship that pushes you and I into a place where we're able to feed God's sheep. Jesus comes to Peter and he talks to him three times. He asks him a question, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Why Peter? Peter was assigned to be one of the forerunners of the Lord's church. Peter was assigned, you can see in our theme scripture there, Matthew 16, and I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Jesus speaks to Peter in that manner but he comes to Peter after Peter denies him three times at the cross. He comes back and he asks him three times, do you love me? And each time he challenges Peter to be restored to his assignment. I want to empower you and I, the Rock Church, to be restored back to our assignment. You're probably here today and you probably have fallen off. You're probably Peter. You've denied Jesus. You've denied the servitude and the calling of your pastor, of your church, your community. And Jesus is coming back to remind you of who you are. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Let's enjoy this moment. Worship that restores. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. It is our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. And I will build my church upon this rock, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Matthew 16, 18, this is our foundational scripture. This is what our church was built upon. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. Somebody say the church belongs to God. Uh, I think at moments we kind of get it confused that we are the church. No, God is the church. The Holy Ghost is the church. The power of God is the church. He says to Peter that I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Grudges are for those who insist they are owed something. Forgiveness, however, is for those who are substantial enough to move on. Grudges are for those who insist they are owed something. However, forgiveness is for those who are substantial enough to move on. Christian Mills says that. What is a grudge? To be unwilling to give or admit or give or allow reluctantly or resentfully. When we think about signs of harboring a grudge, you look for resentment, bitterness, isolation, unforgiveness. I want to talk to you about worship that restores. Peter is in a confrontation right now with himself. He's denied Jesus three times, bit off more than he could chew, 
stepped up and said, I'll never leave you. I'm always going to be right there. And right in the thick of the fight, he denies Jesus. He denies Jesus in such a moment where he has to turn around and run back to his ship. <laughs> he runs back to that place where he's familiar, where he's comfortable, and where he's not challenged, where he's not forced to be anything but a fisherman. Jesus comes to Peter at a moment in his life and he says, and I will make you fishers of men. I, he teaches Peter how to fish. He, he shows Peter, throw the net over here. He catches the fish. And then he says, now that you've caught that, let me teach you how to become fishers of men. Peter goes back to the place of familiarity. He goes back to that place where he's comfortable at. Like many of us do when we deny Jesus or, or we're living in denial or we're living in the moment where we've rejected someone that meant something to us or you lost something in your life, you've made a mistake. We, we generally go back to the place where we're comfortable at. We generally go back to that place where no one's going to challenge us, where no one is going to really uh, intimidate us. And we really go back to that place because we don't know how to get to the place where we need to be. So we go to the place of comfort. Jesus confronts Peter three times in one moment. He confronts him in a moment, number one, where he wants him to begin to understand that you denied me three times. I'm going to restore you three times. I'm going to restore you back to your place. Worship that restores. Number one, Jesus says, Simon Peter, Simon of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, if you love me, then tend to my lambs. John 21 and 5, 15. Tend to my lambs. If you love me, I want to restore you, Peter, as I, as I build my church upon this rock. And the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Your denial, your rejection, your abandonment of me will never overpower your assignment and what I'm getting ready to restore you to do for my church. And if you really, really love me, Peter, and you say you love me, worship that restores, I want to restore you to tend to my lambs. Rock Church, the Lord is speaking to us today. He, he wants to restore us from denial to, restoral, to, to restoration. We, we've been in moments in our life where we have been in denial of our assignment We've been in denial of our grace and our anointing for worship. We, we've been in denial. So through worship, if you really love me, Rock Church, then tend to my lambs. What do you mean? I want you to attend to those who are new and fresh in salvation. He, he's saying to Peter, I want you to care for the newborns who still need milk and who are unable to hold the bottle of, of spiritual things, 
who are, they are unmature. I, I want you to be able to care for the young and the feeble. They're unable to stand and crawl. Rock Church, will you let me restore you as a body today? If you love me, if you love your bishop, if you, if you love your Rock family, will you tend to my lambs? Because your worship is getting ready to attract. And my worship that is being reflected in your life is going to attract new and fresh souls, those who, who need to be nurtured and those who need to be trained and those who need to be taught. Jesus restores Peter to a place of committing himself to care for the people. Although Peter dropped the ball in his servitude in the last moments of Jesus' life, Jesus knows that if Peter is going to be successful at this point in ministry, his willingness to care for the unchurched, they don't understand tradition or religion and what it takes to be a seasoned saint. He restores Peter to care for the new saints, the unchurched. He, he says, if you love me, Peter, let me restore you so that you can tend to my lambs, my babies. Do not merely Look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others, Philippians 2.4. Ezekiel 34 and 12, as a shepherd cares for his herd in the day when he is among his scattered sheep, so will I care for my sheep and will deliver them from all the places to which they are scattered on a cloudy and gloomy day. Will you allow me? Come on, I don't know which Peter I'm talking to today, but he wants to restore you in worship so that we can do what? Tend to the babies. Tend to the new saints. Tend to those who don't understand what Jesus loves me means, who, who, who don't understand what the first books of the Bible mean. They, they don't understand what righteousness and holiness means. They, they only understand what smoking weed and going to clubs and lying and stealing and all of this other stuff. They, they've never experienced the power of God. And, and I want to really make this clear here. I wasn't coming off for of people like that. I, I really want those type of people to come into our church. I, I really believe that. That, that, that we're called to those type of people. We're, that we're called not just to businessmen, not just to doctors, but we're called to the drug dealers. We're called to the gang bangers. We're, we're called to the clubbers. I probably said it wrong. Y'all forgive me, but I don't want you to think that I put you out, but I'm calling you in because I really believe that we're called to those who really want to be saved to those who are attracted. He said, Peter, I'm going to build my church off of the new lambs. Jesus said it to Peter. Do you love me? He comes back to him again, number two, and, and, and he says to him, he says to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, then shepherd my sheep. John 21, 16, those who are seasoned and mature in the Lord. I, I'm not only going to restore you to, to shepherd and tend to the lambs and, and to care for the babies, but then I'm going to elevate you to do what? To shepherd my sheep. Come on now, because lambs are the babies, but the sheep are the adults. Come on now, those who are seasoned and mature in the Lord. Come on now, I want you to be their pastor and their covering. 
I want you to be their voice of wisdom and grace. I, 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 I want you to be their protector and their shield from the wolves that seek to destroy and lure the sheep away from the shepherd. Jesus restores Peter to the office of a pastor, an overseer, a bishop, come on now, a, a leader in which he would create the guidelines of spiritual formation and spiritual formation of guidance in their lives of the sheep. Jesus knew that Peter's acceptance to shepherd the sheep would be his foundational validation and authority as a shepherd. Come on now, I, I'm tending to the lamb, so now I'm nursing. I, I'm going to be the nurse. I'm going to be the midwife. Come on now, I'm going to birth this baby. I'm going to push this baby out. I'm going to raise this baby up. And not only will I raise the children up, but when they get to a point when they're grown, there's going to be a newness. He's not only going to allow us to raise the babies, but then he's going to send the mature and the season for the rock church to shepherd, to guide, to give spiritual formation. Come on now. The elevation of your pastor to the bishopric is a sign that God has pulled us from just tending to lambs, but now he's sending the season and the mature for us to shepherd, for us to give formation and guidance and covering too. Come on now. I want to restore you from denial to restoration. Jesus restores Peter. Come on, Psalms 23, 1 and 4. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He leads me besides the quiet waters. He restores my soul, and he guides me in the paths of righteousness. Uh, for his name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. This is for the mature and the seasoned saints. Come on now, worship that restores, worship that reconciles. Come on now, somebody's broken today, but Jesus loves you enough to even ask you, do you love me? Do you love me? If you love me the first time, tend to my babies. If you love me the second time, then shepherd my sheep. He asked him for a third time. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said it to him a third time. Do you love me? He said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. You know that I care for you. You know, you know that you know that you know. And Jesus said, tend to my sheep. Woo. Come on now, there, there, there are lambs, the babies. Will you raise the babies? Will you feed them? Will you nurture them? Will you care for them? Will you raise them up? Will you, will you consecrate them back to me? Will you feed my sheep? Come on now. Come on now. Don't just feed them, but I need you to give them spiritual formation. I need you to give them spiritual character. I need you to make sure that their spiritual DNA is intact. I need you to make sure that they have the correct covering because it's a season where the wolves are after the mature and the seasoned saints are giving up. Be not weary in well-doing. You need to hear your shepherd say it. Don't give up. For in due season, you will reap at the proper time if you faint not. But he comes to him a third time and he says, tend to the sheep.
those who have become broken, those who have become wounded, those who have become lack in their nourishment, and they don't know how to read the Scripture. They have fallen off. Restore such a one who has been caught up. He says, Peter, will you be that shepherd? Will you tend to the sheep? Will you feed them by providing a place where they can grow and mature in the things of God? Feed them by providing them the proper diet that will keep them healthy naturally and spiritually. Feed them what they need and not what they want. Come on now. Jesus restores Peter's ability to feed and to nurture the sheep. Jesus wanted to ensure that Peter could have a certain level of compassion and a spiritual appetite towards the sheep that would keep them from falling away from their faith and belief in God. Matthew 25 and 35, for I was hungry Ah, come on now. And you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty as you gave me something to drink. I, I was a stranger and you invited me in. Naked and you clothed me. Uh, sick and you visited me. In prison and you came to me. Come on now. He says to him three times, I want to restore you. I, there I also say unto you, Peter, that I will build my church upon this rock. And your denial, your abandonment, your rejection, come on now, you walking away from me will not. Get in the way of your love for me. Because if you say you love me, then I want you to do what? I want you to tend to my lambs. Come on now. I want you to raise up new converts. I want you to raise up a new, I want you to raise up a new generation of disciples, Rock Church. If you love me, I want you to do what? I want you to do what? Feed my sheep. Come on now. And as you feed my sheep, I want you to make sure that they are covered. That when you send them out, they're mature and they're seeing that the wolves will not distract them. But then I want to make sure that you will tend to the sheep. Not only feed them, but tend to them. Make sure that you give them a proper spiritual diet of the Holy Ghost. That you give them a proper spiritual diet of what it is to have faith, of what it is to live a righteous life, of what it is to be holy and consecrated and set apart. Rock Church, we're in a season. I believe that this series, I Am Jesus. Come on now, as the late Bishop Eddie Long would say, we are Christ in the earth. And because we're Christ in the earth, he wants to restore us back to the place where we can understand that we have a responsibility in worship to tend to the new converts, uh, to raise those who have been going through. Come on now. To raise the babies. Come on now. To protect the seasoned saints. Oh, Rabbi. And to feed those who have been lacking, wounded, broken. That's why we create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. And I say unto you, Peter, that I will build my church upon this rock and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. There's nothing that you've ever done so bad that will ever prevail against this church. 
I don't care what y'all talking about. I know y'all talking about that crazy video. I ain't even going to mention the name, but I'm going to just say, y'all talking about the crazy video and, and the crazy tennis shoes? It won't prevail. Come on now. Y'all talking about all of the evil stuff? It won't prevail. Come on now. You're talking about all of the violence? It won't prevail. Why? Because I will restore my church to cover the lambs, to feed my sheep, and to tend to my lambs. This is why RC Virtual Church is so important. This is why we had to pull away from Facebook and YouTube because we were scattered. The job of the shepherd is to bring the lambs and the sheep into one centered place where the lambs can grow. The seasoned saints can be covered. And those who are broken and hurting can be fed and restored. Stay with me. Walk with me. Follow me as I follow Christ. I love you. I appreciate you. Your life matters. Jesus matters. And worship matters. Where? The Rock Church, RC Virtual. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I love you. Have a great day. God bless. I am Jesus. Peace. What an amazing month. I am Jesus, the worship series. Man, worship that restores from denial to restoration. Imagine how Peter felt when he denied Jesus three times and understood that Jesus was right. It's, it's nothing, it, it, it's just really hard, especially when you live in my house and Pastor Cheney says, baby, I told you so. And I got to go back and be like, I told you so. Because she, she ain't coming to get me. She going to make me come sit down and, and hear her. I love you, baby. But, but Jesus' unconditional love for Peter says that Peter was assigned to deny me. And I need to free him of that burden. Many of us have done things in our life where people haven't come to get us to bring us back to where we are. I want to do that today as a pastor. I believe that my assignment is to tend to the lambs, those who will join our church today, your babies, your unchurched. You've never been in church. You don't know what church is about. You've heard so many bad things. You've heard good things. You just don't know. You don't really know what God's going to do. And then I believe that my next assignment is to, is to care for the seasoned saints those who have been in church and you've been just, man, hanging there and just really have no place to grow. That's my job as a bishop. And then as a teacher, one who's a protector is to do what? Is to care for those and to have the compassion for those who are broken, wounded, and lost. That's my job. That's our job to make sure that the Rock Church is always available to the young, to the old, and to the broken. We're here today because God has graced us. He said to Peter, I will build my church. Remember that it's not our church, it's his church. And that he built his church so that the gates of hell will never prevail against it. There's nothing that you and I could ever do that will prevail against the kingdom of God. The greatest thing that you and I can do is to allow God, is to allow the worship, our lifestyle of worship, to restore us back into the purpose 
do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? I love you so much, RC Virtual Church. I thank you for being here today. I pray that our numbers are going to grow. I pray that we will grow leaps and bounds. I pray that once we get into a building that we will have numbers in person, numbers online, and that we will have one of the most thriving online ministries that has ever taken place in the heart of Cleveland. If we can just gather Cleveland, if we can just gather those on the outside, if you can gather your friends that don't live here and they don't have a church, invite them. You want to serve and you want to be a part of our team and you live in California, just send us a text, just send us an email and we'll reach out to you. You can serve in our team. We're here, just not in the local area, but we're here to serve. I love you. I appreciate you. Make sure that you spread the word and the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's not dead, he's living, he's alive, he's breathing, and he's doing it through my life. The worship series, I am Jesus. I love you, God bless you. Have a great day, peace.